All right. Do you got your drink with you? Nah, shit. I don't. Uh, you don't have a drink with you? I don't have anything to drink. I'm a, I'm a little wow. parched. I'm a little parched. I wish, I'm a little parched, but good thing I got the electrolytes. Oh, God damn it. I wish there was someone to save me. No one can really save you, but the only thing that can save us from stop talking about this terrible intro that we just did right now. Uh, Berkeley, roll the intro. And now, the cutting edge of wrestling news. With your hosts, Victor and David Ed. And how's it going, you guys? This is the Markout Media Podcast. If this is your first time, my name is David Edge, and with me, as always, is because I'm brother. thirsty. You're not. Oh no, that's that's actually my brother Victor. But I'm thirsty. That's why after this is done, yeah. I'm gonna. After this is done, I'm gonna go get some beer. Yeah, do your thing. Yeah, know everything. Um, I know you love all that, dude. Uh, again, you guys, thank you for listening to us. This is a very special episode for us. But again, as always, we thank you for subscribing to us, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Anchor, and many more platforms where podcasts are provided to your listening ears. Also, we're on social media. You should talk to us on there. We like to talk to you guys. You know, get all Twitter fingers and all that shit. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But <laughs> you, know what, you, know, you know what shows just happened this past weekend? Wait, what shows? Is the ICW uh, Deathmatch Circus? Yes, fucking awesome. But again, before don't you don't don't interrupt me. <laughs> oh yeah, we're live, pal. Yeah, we're live, pal. But uh, as I was saying, make sure to follow us. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. It's Markout Media eighteen. Once again, that is Markout Media one eight. But again, yes, we were talking about ICW. Yeah, so ICW was. Deathmatch Circus. So the first night was August 7th, which was a Friday. There was supposed to be volume four, but yeah. it got rained out. And everyone's like, what happened to this tent? I thought this tent was big enough to hold everybody. And it just, it wasn't, but there was a barn and I'm assuming they took all the horses out and they had a no holds barred pit. So no ring death matches. It was so sick. Um, they had uh, Jimmy Lloyd, think it was versus akira yeah if not if not if not it was if not it was eddie only versus akira but either way they had guys like akira they had schlack they had um casanova valentine it was so sick so yeah i treated it i treated it like i was at the damn circus no it was it was definitely a show to see um but um i know we do this a lot but we did this last week, but I want to do it again. Can we talk about what you got in the mail again? Oh, yeah. And I was going to correct myself. So the matches were Eddie Only versus Akira, Casanova Valentine with Riley Madison versus Dale Patricks, Alex Ocean versus Jimmy Lloyd, and Eric Ryan and Alex Cologne versus John Wayne Murdoch and Reed Bentley, the rejects. That's what it was the first night. But yes, let's go over what I got this week. Okay, so I don't know if we talked about this, but you got a. This uh, lovely face mask. Warhorse. Of Warhorse. The face mask rules ass. Yes, it actually does. <laughs> but uh, what is the other one I have? What else do you got for me? Uh, oh. Look at this. We got, we got pins from... Uh, let's That's- see. This is from Angry Lemon. 
Lemonade. lemonade. Yeah, Angry Lemonade. They do the designs and the stickers for WrestleBuds. So is, this, is this Terry Funk bloodied up? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, so you, excited. you got those. You got, you know, stickers, Angry Lemonade stuff. You know, a bunch of stuff. And one of my favorite ones, this isn't really wrestling related, but this is a really cool pin. Um, this pin that you got, uh, I hope you can see it. It's called the Cocksucker. I know. I saw that. It's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty rad. I, I definitely like it a lot. Um, not the cocksucker part, but I mean, wait. I mean, whatever. No, it's cool. So who cares? It's awesome. Come on, guy. <laughs> oh, no, this is the best one. This is uh, Bruiser Brody as a My Little Pony because guys who are into My Little Ponies are called bronies. So it's actually Bruiser Brony. Ah, Bruiser Brony. Yeah, and I got a couple more. I, got, I think I have two more things that you, you have. Awesome. Yeah. It's always a good mail day. Yeah, and another mail. It's like fan mail. Like you get all this shit. Like I got I don't know what I got. Actually, but yeah, this is your GCW beanie. I love that one. I can't wait to start wearing it. Dude, I got the, I, I got the black beanie. I showed Adrian and he just started like he got a little bummed out because he's like, dude, I lost my green GCW beanie. Oh, he did? Yeah, he said he took an Uber and when he left he realized he didn't have the beanie on. Oh, that sucks. What a guy. Okay, but now here's the one. We talked about this on not the last podcast, maybe like two podcasts ago. Yeah. Okay, and it was online, and I was telling you about Depop sells a lot of used stuff, and we found a New Japan Pro Wrestling snapback. Yeah, we did. And you gave, you're like, I'm going to send you money right now so you can buy it. And that's what I did, and now I got it. Bam, here it is. Look at that. Such a good Look at the snap. Look, the snaps are red. The bill is red. And this is what's cool because, like, a lot of 90s, like, old school snapbacks, like, they have, like, the green on the back bill. And that's what yeah. yours has. That's awesome. I love that yeah. already. But, yeah, today, uh, guys, today is a very special interview. Yeah, what is very, it? What do we got? Yeah, because today's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Yeah, what do we got? We have... The boss man himself, Slash. He is the owner of the Underground Wrestling Alliance. If you don't know what that is, it's also known as UGWA. And this is a very special interview. We do not do too many uh, interviews on Wednesdays. We don't really post that much on Wednesdays. We post on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've, I've, we've done one interview on a Wednesday. And that's just because of the uh, Instagram Live got messed up or also would have been an Instagram Live. But I said, you know what? Since the Instagram Live messed up, let me offer you the podcast instead. Yes, definitely. But uh, guys, don't be alarmed. We actually still have an we have another. We, another we still got an, yeah, we still got another episode to on come Friday. out on Friday. Yeah. So look out for that one. Yeah, you know these these shows are so nice. We had to do it twice, right? Yeah, that's the best joke I can come up with right now. Fuck me, right? <laughs> but uh, as I was saying, uh, we got the boss man slash. We have a big announcement that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about everything Underground Wrestling Alliance, death matches, San Jose, uh, from the backyards to the bars to where we can go during this pandemic and what we can do to see what's going to happen next. So if you guys don't mind, we're going to take it to that interview right now with the boss man slash. And we are here with the boss man of the Underground Wrestling Alliance. His name is Slash. How you been, man? Pretty good, brother. Brothers, how's it going? 
I know it's, it's good. It's 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 fucking awesome. Before this, I was laying down and I I was doing just some refreshing up on some agua and I was like I was just like laying down. I just took a dab, so like I was relaxing for a second, and then I realized what time it was, and I was like, oh shit, we got to record. So let's. Uh, I was like, let's do this thing. But no, I was. What was I watching? Too so. Okay, yeah. But I'm trying to think. What the hell was I watching? Oh, I was watching um, Bronson versus Hollywood in the yard. Oh, what, some old school stuff. Wow, what year was that? That was probably 2015. Uh, yeah, it had to be because I think that's what the what it said on YouTube. I'm pretty sure. I'm not. I'm not I gotta. I gotta go look back. But like, I started at the beginning of your guys's YouTube channel just to ghost, like from the bottom up. Okay. But it was cool though. I like doing that stuff. Yeah, we uh, probably won't be putting a whole lot of stuff on there anymore. Maybe we'll still, you know, put little one shots and stuff like that. But uh, the, the main reason why I wanted to uh, get on your guys' show was to announce that we are going to start being on IWTV starting with uh, Megalomania 5 from last year. Holy hell, that is freaking awesome. I'm, I'm glad that you chose us to be the platform for you to announce that. So we were truly honored. I know. Thank you. Yeah, what's funny is that um, I booked the interview with you guys before it was set. So it wasn't even 100% yet. I was just that confident that we'd get it. And it didn't get uh, 100% confirmed until about maybe about three hours ago. But uh, hey, it worked out. Uh, That's so, awesome. So when does it debut on IWTV? Um, I don't have a date for that yet. But there will be a live stream for a debut whenever that does happen. But it will be probably within the next week. I would guess maybe two. Do so that I'm, live. You'll, you'll definitely see me uh like plugging the shit out of it in in every aspect I can possibly plug it in online. So uh we will definitely keep up with that with you guys and everybody else. Nice. I was gonna say that uh that live stream is that that's gonna be huge. Their live streams just people jump on them and then like there's just like. I'm one of those people where I like, if you have nothing to do, someone's all like, Oh, what should I do? I'm like, go get IWTV. Like if you're a wrestling fan and you have nothing to do and they're like, what wrestling I should watch. I'm like, there's tons of wrestling on there. You should watch and you'll love everything that you'll find. That's a fact. That like, is a fact. I love it. It's one of my favorite things that I pay for. Yeah. I just got it recently about two weeks ago. I got it and I've just been checking out what, uh, what we're working with on there to see what everybody else's stuff looks like. And there's some great stuff on there. You know, I, I'm really digging it, but, uh, I think as far as, uh, like lighting, producing, editing, stuff like that, we might be a cut above the rest a little bit just because we focus so hard on that stuff, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you on that. I feel like when you guys, cause I have met your, your camera team, your, your, our media team, whatever you want to call them, like great dudes, by the way. Uh, but I think what you guys do just, it, lo- it has like a cinematic feel to it. So it just, it looks so also it has like a gritty feel to it. So it looks really, it, it's something that'll catch people's attention for sure. Yeah. There's definitely not a whole lot of uh, story based indie promotions out there. Most of them are like, here's a great matchup. Here's a great matchup. Here's a great matchup. There's not like an overarching storyline. Um, and I'm all about that shit. So I, I really like that Henry and Jose did a great job of, uh, telling the story that i wrote through the editing and everything like that so hopefully people dig it man i think people will i mean like i said like when it comes to debuts on 
on IWTV, people just jump on them. They're like, okay, let's see what's new. Let's see what these guys are all about. Let's see what these guys are talking about. And let's see what matches are on here. Let's see what new people we can find out. And that's why I love the fans who have IWTV because they're so open-minded to it. Yeah, we're, uh, I wasn't sure if this was going to be like a tryout type thing or whatnot, but they want more already. So we're already working on more. I want more and it hasn't even happened yet. I was already thinking, I was all like, I was thinking how cool would it be to have like some of the yard shows on there too. That's uh, I mean, we literally got like years of stuff we've never even released. So, I mean, this pandemic could last for another two years without us having a live show and we'll, st- we still won't run out of stuff to put out there. You know what I mean? No, definitely. Definitely. But uh, how, how did it come about exactly to uh, where you guys got yourselves on IWTV? Did you, like, how did that happen? This has been a goal of mine since last year to get on there. Um, I had a conversation with another local promoter who uh, told me it was definitely worth my while to try to get on there. So ever since then, uh, I, I've been trying real hard to, to get my crew together so we could kind of switch gears, start editing uh, maybe shorter hour long programs. So we got, you know, we could spread it out a little bit more. And, uh, and now it's finally happening. Um, I don't think it would have happened without Kevin Gill's help, to be honest. Uh, huh. he, uh, detrimental to the success of the UGWA. Uh, he is, uh, he's been down since almost day one. He's, he's, he started with us the second show at the Ritz, which was in, uh, 2015. And he's been on every single Ritz show ever since. And he, he's our biggest, uh, our biggest, uh, you know, advocate out there in the, the world of indie wrestling. You know, he's the one that gets our name out there. He's, if anybody knows who we are, on the East coast or anything like that. It's because of Kevin Gill. That's awesome. That's what I was thinking. Cause like, since he's been doing commentary for you guys for a while at this point, it'd be cool to have him go over the shows that you guys would put out. Like let's say it's some of the yard shows that don't have commentary and then have him do commentary over those shows. That's, that's definitely an idea, man. I was thinking about like some of the older stuff that doesn't have the best audio. We could uh, re-record uh commentary tracks. Like I know, uh, the, the last, uh, not the last year's total violence, but the, the history of violence the year before that, the one that had a Phoenix kid debut at it, the audio track for that got completely wrecked. So that's why we've never released it. So I was thinking we might just re-record commentary for that and release it or something. I don't know. We I got mean, be, to, that's to, a good idea to sort through now. Cause uh, we got to make some content. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what we, that's what we were doing too. We we're like, shit, pandemic happened. What are we doing? We're not doing nothing. We got to start doing stuff. And um, that's why I'm happy that you guys have a bunch of content that you guys haven't released yet. Cause that's what I would have assumed. That's always like, Oh, I bet there's a bunch of yard stuff. They just haven't released. And I would love to see, like I said, a yard show on IWTV. And the last two yard shows we had had a bunch of the pros on it. It wasn't just like the old school yard guys. Like the, the last two yard shows were basically full-blown indie shows they were just in the yard hmm. so we'll definitely release those um what can people look forward to uh for megalomania when it debuts uh well megalomania was a huge show for us that was the one where uh mvp was a guest uh at some point he does get involved in the action uh zicky dice debuts lisa lace debuts levi shapiro debuts um we have the the culmination of the Anthony Rivera versus Guido feud in the main event. Um, oh, such a good one. <laughs> I think what else we got? Uh, Bronson versus Mike Hayashi in a, in a no DQ match. I, wouldn't, I won't say it's a full-blown death match, but they do get pretty gnarly in that one. 
Um, we got that six pack challenge for the UGWA title featuring Super Beast, Sin, Scorpion. Uh, that's the debut of Levi. Uh, big, big baby powders in there. Phoenix Kids in there. Um, let me think what else we got. Uh, Blue Jeans versus Mike Marquez is on the show. There's, that's, a, that's a surprisingly good match. Um, I think that's it. Oh, um, uh, we got uh, Dutra defending the San Jose title on there. Um, that's, a, that's a really fun match. It's like a 30-minute title match. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I think there's only like six matches total, but uh, it's, it's a great first uh, exposure to the UGWA for anybody who's never heard of us or seen us. That's what I'm excited for because like when, it, like I said, when you guys debut, I can't wait to start just reposting that, you know, like, let's say, oh, you guys, you know, go on at like, you know, 7 p.m. Pacific time or like 4 p.m. What you know, whatever time it is. I'm just, I can't wait to start posting that you guys, you know, have a date set, a time set, just so people can start checking you guys out because people need to start checking you guys out. That would be great, man. It's, a, you know, it's been a goal of mine for a long time to, you know. And uh, every every goal that I've I've set for us, they've been really like modest goals, I'd say. And we reach them pretty quickly, and then we move on to the next one. And this has been my goal for a while, and we just hit it. So now it's like I got to figure out what the next uh, goal post is. You know, has have the goals changed a little bit just because of the pandemic? Uh, well. Yeah, you know, um, the, the original plan for 2020 was we were going to have 10 shows at the Ritz. Yeah. I had uh, Tony Deppin, uh, Four Minutes of Heat, uh, Jordan Oliver. I had all kinds of guys that were lined up to start coming out here that I was going to fly out for matches and stuff like that. And it was, was going to be a breakout year for us one way or the other. Um, and we just kind of had to adapt. Um, we've never really had the time to go into our library and edit to at this uh at this detail, uh, just because of having live shows and things like that. So the, the pandemic kind of worked in our favor because it gave us no excuse to not get this shit put together. That's good. Yeah, no, we, we definitely can't wait for, for that. And especially because the thing is, I mean, as, as you said, you've had, there are independent wrestlers that, you know, people do know around the, the world. Uh, but I'm, I'm super excited for people to get to see, like, a lot of the, like, uh, original like uh, UGWA uh, wrestlers like is there any like is there any uh, like originals that you have that you're just excited that people are going to see for the first time uh, I'm excited for people to see KP for the first time um, he is a he's like a like a urban legend himself you know what I mean he's a he, he's a character uh, all by himself without Agua I mean, that's not even like a gimmick. That's just KP. So I'm really excited for people to see him for the first time. Uh, who else? Uh, Dave Dutra, who's been hustling on the indie scene for years and started in Ugwa back in 2000, I think it was. Wow. Uh, back when we were wrestling on grass. And he deserves all the recognition in the world. He deserves to be a fucking superstar. He is probably the best guy on the West Coast. Um, and... I'm really excited for people to see him for the first time uh, if they haven't seen him before. Uh, Re Anthony Rivera, he's another guy who a lot of folks haven't really seen. He's, he don't even need wrestling anymore, to be honest. He's doing so good without it. But I'd love for people to, to see how good he is because he really is, like, greatest characters in Ugwa. Um, yeah, because, you know, what? I was just thinking about it. He's on there once, like, for one show for independent wrestling TV. He's there for uh, Crimson Cup. Um, and you guys were there. 
Is that the one where we did that like takeover thing or something? Yeah, the invasion. Nah. Yeah, I was watching that the other day. I was like, oh shit! I was like, I wanted to go to the show. I want because I wanted to watch the match with Zicky Dice and uh, Marcus Crane, and oh, then yeah. I was all like, "Oh, there's Guido's on the show, and then Rib is on the show, and then yeah, that's when you guys did the uh, the invasion." That's a bummer, man. That that match between Zicky and Marcus Crane was supposed to happen at Ugwa. <laughs> oh wow! It was supposed to actually happen in the last History of Violence tournament, but then uh, when uh, Marcus had his uh, accident and everything, yeah, uh, that kind of scrapped the original plans, and then. Uh, Few other, uh, few other rocks uh, were in the road that we hit along the path to that show, and it fucked a few things up. And uh, but we we recovered, and then the world ended, and uh, we recovered again. Ah, uh, yeah, like the pandemic hit, and then it just sucked because like there was so because like I know like when we talked to you like oh, when I talked to you on the live stream for Instagram, like you're saying all the shows that you guys had lined up, and you guys said like you had a full like like schedule lined up and everything and then the pandemic happened i was so bummed out when everything just had to start getting canceled but i mean this it's kind of a blessing in disguise man because uh it is like it's gonna like having 10 shows a year instead of six shows a year would have been great i was already kind of stressing it you know i bit that was a big piece that i bit off right there that i wasn't 100 percent sure we were ready for but i know we would have lived up to the challenge but we would have basically been doing the same thing we've been doing and just making more content that nobody sees outside of San Jose or outside of that live show. So this gives us a chance to really get our name out there. Can you guys hear those fucking cars? I'm in my garage right now. because It's too hot inside my yeah, house. No, it, it's totally fine. We, is, it, uh, is it really that hot over there? It's hot in my fucking house. My house is like made out of cement, dude. It was like built in like the forties. Uh, uh, David, is it hot for you? Cause I know that apartment gets pretty hot. No, I have an I have an AC unit in my room. Bones in my uh in my basement under the house in the crawl space. Oh hell. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask because I was thinking about Fourth of July shows the other day too, and backyard shows, and people are like, "Oh, National Backyard Wrestling Day." So, could we ever see a a Fourth of July backyard show for Ugwa? I feel like we might have done one before. Like, I mean, we probably did. If Fourth of July fell on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday, we probably had a show at some point on that day. Uh, I know we did a couple Halloweens, and you know, because Devil's Night—that's kind of the day before Halloween. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that, man. I was out there in uh, Jersey for uh, Backyard Wrestling Two a couple months ago. I flew out there. I figured if uh, you know the biggest uh, wrestling indie wrestling promotion in the world who also shares a commentator with us was having a show called backyard wrestling that I should be at it. You know what I mean? Considering, I mean, I don't mean to fucking toot my own horn or anything, but as far as backyard wrestling goes, I would say Ugg was probably the greatest backyard wrestling that ever existed on the planet earth. I mean, that's why I'm so excited when we first got introduced to Ugwa. It, the way that it was, like I said, because, you know, we had to go to a couple of shows and then right after that, like second, maybe third show, we were already hooked. Like, just literally hooked on i'm still hooked on it even till this day like i miss it like crazy you guys do a great job of like getting the word out there for us because i know uh wrestling fans can be uh real picky they can be fickle they can uh have a a high standard for for what they want to see out there and uh i try to look at the shows through the filter of their eyes to be like all right i would shit all over that if i didn't own this company and anything that I think that about, I try to get rid of and keep the show as fresh and fun as possible. 
Yeah, no. Um, a little bit of fat on, on Megalomania. Uh, we did edit a couple matches that could have been a little cleaner out, but you're still getting six solid matches on that show. And it's, okay. it clocks in under three hours. It's like two and a half hours. So it's uh, like watching uh, one of your favorite uh, Marvel movies in the theater. <laughs> nice. No, definitely. But yeah, you were, you were talking about wrestling fans. And yeah, I'll even admit that um, when I first started going to Ugwa shows, before actually before I started going to Ugwa shows and Victor was telling me about them, I would literally turn my nose at that and I'd be like, I don't want to see a bunch of random guys in their jeans and their tank tops fighting each other in like some backyard. I was like, this has got to be a joke. Right. And like, he convinced me I went. And when I went, I was like, Holy shit, this is fucking awesome. I was like, the environment's cool. The wrestling's fun. It's creative. Uh, it was to the point, I think one of my first YouTube videos back in October of 2015, uh, I did like a whole highlight video of it. That's how much I ended up falling in love with uh, the underground yeah, wrestling lines. I think I remember that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so that's wow. It's almost five years ago. Holy hell. <laughs> that's been one crazy yeah, ride for us. It's been moving pretty fast the last few years, man. Fucking time's flying. The older you get, it moves a little faster. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> no, it, it totally does. Uh, do you think that there was like a hard transition from going from the backyard to uh, the Ritz for you guys? Um, for the most part, we're putting on the same show. I'm writing the shows the same way. If we've tightened up in any areas, um, I've basically told the roster, look guys, like you got to like look the part and get the bare minimum of training. So everybody's been forced to go get real training at some, in some way, shape or form. Everybody's being forced to go hit the gym and get into shape. If anybody's sloppy out there, and they don't perform well, they're prob- you're not, probably not going to see them on the following show. Um, so I've kind of uh, laid down the law a little bit like that. So I, I, just, I want them to be up to par. I'm not saying everybody's got to be fucking Hercules Hernandez out there and shit, but everybody needs to hold their wind, not get blown up, and be able to just you know perform, basically, to the best of their abilities. And uh, as long as they're able to do that, you know, like we're, we're going to be putting on a, a fucking killer show. And I, I think in the last... Since 2018, I say 2019, I think we transitioned from a backyard spot with a venue to a pro wrestling spot. There's, there's, a, there's a big difference, I think, we, in the quality of the shows in that time. Like 2019, just going back and watching all our shows from that year, like we, we, had, a, we had a banger year right there. Like, because I was real critical on the, at the Rumble. I wasn't super happy with the, the Rumble of the Ritz that we had this past January. I, I kind of gave gave the the roster the you know the business afterwards, but uh, that's when when I was like, all right, we're gonna crack in uh, get into shape, and everybody's gonna be uh giving their a game from now on. So, I mean, that's that's what I'm gonna try to deliver for everybody out there. I know I got to hang out with the uh, one Ugwa guy this uh, like past month or something. Yeah, it was like this past month, a few weeks ago. Was uh, Dave wasted and watching him hit the ropes and take bumps, and he was teaching me, you know, like the ins and outs of the ropes, and just just teaching me just just the small things about the business. And uh, it was cool. It was a really cool, dude. I'd love to give props to that guy, man. He's a, uh, you know, he was one of the guys that I talked to. You know what I mean? I was like, look, like you can't be out there being sloppy and lazy and shit, you know. And he went and got himself into shape. He stopped drinking. We're going to have mm-hmm. to think of a new name for the fucker now. Uh, we're going to have to call him like Dave Sober or, or Dave Spadehead or something. <laughs> sober but, uh, Dave. 
but uh, he's there's, a. There, there, there's already there's already a straight edge, Dave. Okay. Well, you guys can battle for it. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a good back. I think he's gonna win this one. Well, you could just be his manager. There you go. There, there could be there could be two uh, Dave straight edges. There's two uh, slashes in Ugwa. Oh sh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I get it's true. <laughs> But no, yeah, he was a he was such a cool dude to hang out with. It was such it was like I said, it was cool seeing, you know, what he was doing. He was training with somebody uh, down where we're at. He was like this small little like like lucha dude, but he was like quick as hell and he was fast as hell. He was smooth in the ring, and they both looked good with where uh, what they were uh, working on. Well, that's cool. Everybody needs to get some ring time, man. My my ring's just sitting here collecting dust in the garage right next to me right now. God, is man. that where it sits when it's not outside? Yeah, we got it stacked in the garage right next to uh, my wrestling mats in my gym. That's where I'm talking to you guys at. I've been spending <laughs> a lot of time with this motherfucker. I got myself in the shape. I, I, you know, I wasn't just uh, talking shit when I told my roster all that stuff about getting into shape. Um, I, I, I try to practice what I preach. Mm. So I've been in here like a motherfucker, just working out, doing DDP yoga. I've lost like 25 pounds. You know, I got abs again. How's that yoga uh, treating you? Uh, it's so good that it's almost fooled me into thinking that I can have one more match. <laughs> I mean, we never we, say we, never. I know. I never say never. Everybody says they want that. They're like, oh, you should do one more match. You should do one more match. It's like, you don't remember my matches very well back in the day, do you? Like, I would come out, talk some shit, hit somebody with a stick, and then that's a wrap, man. Like, I didn't really do anything. <laughs> You know? It's funny because I just watched you do that during Guido and Bronson's match in the yard. You come out, hit Guido with a stick, and then that was it. Yeah, that was already – I was way past uh, my prime there. I stopped wrestling in 2013. Okay. Uh, I, I, I want to post that match online, but like it's such bad quality that it'll like just look like you're watching it on Super Nintendo. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe not Super Nintendo. It'll be like you're watching it on Sega CD. We'll say that. Jesus okay. Christ. But, uh, <laughs> that's not much better. Yeah. Um, so at the, during the time that you've been booking and putting out matches uh, for UGWA, whether it was in the backyard or Ritz or even uh, Sofa Fest, um, were there, is there any matches that have ever sticked out to you as like, wow, these are like the matches that define the underground wrestling lines? Um. A big one at Sofa Street Fair, I would say, was probably Scorpion versus Guido, which you can see online on YouTube. Um, yep. The match itself, they don't do anything like really that like extraordinary move-wise or anything like that. They just, they just said, fuck it, we're going to take this match into the festival and just go through. And they're fighting in the dance floors. They're fighting all over to the point where like the cops were freaking out. Like You can see the cops following us with their hands on their guns. Like... Like they were, they were, I think Guido's mullet was the only thing protecting them. Cause they're like, well, we, we would definitely shoot Scorpion, but that white dude with the mullet's standing there too. So we can't shoot him. So they just <laughs> their guns out. Well, yeah, I'll, ne- I'll never forget that because I'm, we're walking back to the ring and like you guys, like everything's kind of done at that point. And I look at my brother, I'm like, Hey, I was like, the cops are talking to them now. I was like, Oh shit. You know <laughs> what the hilarious part about that was? was that the cops went and cornered the ref and just started reaming him like he was in charge of the fucking show. <laughs> I was watching them like talking shit to the ref and he was and he was totally fucking selling it like he was in charge and just I was like he's handling it. I'm not going to go over there. <laughs> uh who was the ref that day? I think it was I think it was Big Baby Powder. It might have been him uh as ref stroke. Uh, I'm not on <laughs> but 
yeah, that was a fun match, man. They just went all over the place. And I, there was a point, because I came back to the ring before they did, and I was standing on the ring as they came back. And I remember it was like a scene from The Walking Dead, because they were fighting, and the, the crowd was just following them. And it was just this mob of like 400, 500 people just moving like a, like a school of fish. And it was just like, holy shit, like, this is nuts. It yeah, was no. so much fun. They ended up in the uh, porter potty. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to talk about that because I actually did a highlight video for that actual event. And yeah, I have really good footage of them like throwing each other into like the into like signs that were just like around the Sofa Street Festival. And then yeah, there was like cops. I have like a, also a scene from when they were actually in the porter potty, and my camera is actually in the porter potty while they're like beating the shit out of each other. San Jose PD are definitely a. Uh... Uh, a heel stable in the uh, Ugwaverse. They've they've popped up a few times here and there. To yeah, and I was gonna through. I was gonna ask, being that the yard shows, have they ever popped up there a couple times or a few times? Oh, they did a couple times, but the the height of the UGWA's uh, popularity with the yard shows from about 2010 ish to 2015 ish. Um. San Jose had, was, had a shortage of police officers and they had like a no response to noise complaints for a while, especially if it's like at 4 p.m., you know, on a Sunday afternoon, they, uh, they had a, you know, a no, a no response uh, clause. So people could call the cops all they fucking wanted. The cops weren't showing up unless somebody was dying. And they never, they maybe showed up twice in five years and they never were able to shut us down. They just said, all right, we'll fucking try to keep it down. Bye. We, we oh, that would, uh, I was, was going to ask, what was it just like a noise complaint? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, the cops typically wouldn't respond. I think they respond to noise complaints now, but back then they didn't respond to noise complaints. So we could get as crazy as we wanted. We could pack 200 people back there and just go ape shit until one in the morning. And there was nothing anybody could do about it. What's the most people you've seen at the yard? Um, at Megalomania 1, I think we did 225, 235-ish, around there. Oh, wow. That was the day before WrestleMania, what, 31, the one that was here? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, it was the day before WrestleMania 31. Uh, we were going at the same time as King of the Indies and another show were running at the same time around the city. And I think they only did about 250 around for, for attendance. Because I remember we did pretty much the same attendance as both of those shows. What day did that fall on? A Saturday? It was on a Saturday. Yeah, we did it the day before. That okay. was also, uh, JD's uh, first retirement. Okay. Oh, you know <laughs> what? <laughs> go train at Stoner U. Oh, wow. Um, no, because I was going to say um, we must have been at Access at the time then, not thinking about it. We yeah, had, we were. Yeah, we, we had to be at Access. That was, that was a really fun show, and we, we packed the fucking yard. And I remember there was, like, we had a few people that, like, hurt, like weren't from San Jose that were in town because of WrestleMania that somehow, like, through word of mouth or somehow ended up here. And I remember they looked so sketched out, like, walking into some random backyard in East San Jose. You know what I mean? Like, somebody that flew in from fucking, I don't know, Connecticut or something, or, you know, like, just here for WrestleMania, and they're just like, why are we in East San Jose in the middle of this fucking weird ghetto neighborhood? And uh, I shouldn't say that. My neighborhood's kind of nice. 
but uh i know anyways, that neighborhood's up it's yeah. actually not pretty it's not not bad for being not bad as everyone says so, i remember <laughs> yeah, not being like, like, super sketched out at the beginning and by the end i'm like leaving but like i remember you could watch those guys throughout the show like in the crowd and they're just like losing their minds like, like they're they just like stumbled onto like a hidden treasure it, that's always the best like shit for me to see people in the crowd that liked wrestling and expected this to be a shit show and you just see that moment when they're like holy shit this is actually a fun time i like it you know when 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 we win them over that look on their face changes and i love it and i haven't been to a yard show where you guys had the uh kegs i haven't been there yet i've been to i've been to a few yard shows but there wasn't uh i don't think there's any kegs there you got to get there early man because uh back i would get a pony cake i wouldn't get like a full-size cake i'd get a pony oh cake. okay so it'd be like you know the, the first like 40 people that got here are gonna are gonna get drunk for free you know not bad. Maybe not drunk they're gonna get a, their first buzz going for free but still you know byob <laughs> yeah that's my uh, favorite that was pretty cool i i liked that actually about the i mean i don't drink obviously but i mean it was always cool because it's just you had like such a friend vibe you just felt so welcoming when like people when you, when you just go right through your your gate to your backyard and honestly that's that's honestly one of the things that kept has kept me with you guys i just feels feels like home yeah, you guys are family, man. Everybody's family. If you've been with us, especially from the yard days, you're fucking family as far as I'm concerned. And every success I will make, we all make it together. Well, thank like, you. You thank guys you. fucking did Like, I mean, uh, if, if, it was, if, if it wasn't for, for you guys, we would just still be wrestling in front of nobody in, in my backyard, you know, like we were <laughs> 10 years ago. Then I look back because I've seen one video. Because back to you wrestling, back to the subject of you wrestling. I've seen one video of you wrestle. Uh, there's one on the internet with uh, me and uh, our our head cameraman uh, Jose Portillo having a match in front of nobody. And we're like locking up all backwards and shit like that. But I mean, we we had a pretty fun match. I wish we would have edited. Like we planned on making a DVD back then that we never made, so the the match doesn't have the end in there. But uh, I mean, you could see if you want to see me work a little bit. There it is, right there. Like it's like I was pretty good for a yarder. That's that's the the best that I got. There you go. I mean, psychology and all that and talking shit and all that. I'm good at that. But I mean, you don't need to go to wrestling school to be witty and, you know, control a crowd, you know. Uh, But as far as the stuff that you did need to go to wrestling school for, I definitely need to work on all those things in the ring. And I'm definitely in a, the I'm definitely in my spot that I should be in as far as wrestling business is concerned, which is the, the, the brain of the beast, not the, the body of the beast. You know, I'll leave that to, uh, much more skilled and athletic people than me. There you go. Said it best right there. Like I said, I, like I said, I was thinking about it too. Cause Dave wasted it when I was with him. He was like, Oh, you bring your shorts and wrestling shoes so you can take a bump. And I was like, Oh, I don't think my body can do that. I was like, my body's pretty much trashed from years of moshing and not taking care of it. So I was like, I would love to, but I was like, dude, my body is done. I was like, I don't stretch at all. I said, I eat bad. And I was all like, dude, I was like, if I take yeah, a bump, I said, I'm done. Yeah, I've been eating better too. So, I mean, hit that DDP yoga, bro. Like, it's really changed my fucking life, dude. Like, I, I sound like an infomercial for the fucking thing, but like. I want to, though, because um, have you tried uh, RVD's uh, CBD? I have not. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's, it's I, literally I the best thing. I'm fucking fat ass blunt before I do uh, my DDPY. So, my body's all chilled out, and then I have a good time, and I get a little lightheaded because it's got my blood flowing and everything, and I feel pretty good, you know? 
There you go. I like that. Like I said, if I were to do any sort, I, when I when I was going to the gym, I would like to smoke before. And then my brother would be like, I don't understand how these guys do it. And me and our roommate, we would smoke before we'd go. And yeah, we would just uh, just take advantage of smoking and just use the best of it. It, what we it allows me to like focus on the breathing a little bit better. Like when I get super stoned before I do any kind of workout, like I just like if I go into it sober, like I get like too anxious or like excited. And like I feel like my breathing's not like controlled enough for the workout that I'm doing. But when I'm stoned, I go in, I'm like way more Zen. So I'm just like, you know, breathe in, breathe out, you know, so it's more paced, you know, and I, I don't know, I feel better when I'm stoned doing it. Okay. Yeah, that's a little, here. that's a little mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> same here. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So um, when it comes to the underground wrestling Alliance, um, I, I don't want to say this is the main thing, but this is what the, what caught my attention as well. Um, was a lot of the like I guess hardcore and like deathmatch styles that you guys bring. Uh, is there any favorite moments that you have uh, from like deathmatches or anything with weapons during your guys' events? Um, that Guido versus Phoenix Kid match when uh, Guido rips open his mask and jams the bamboo. Uh, uh, oh, the barbecue barbecue skewers. <laughs> yeah, that one sticks out in my in my head. Um, uh, Guido power bombing KP through the uh, light tube table that was on fire in the backyard. That one really sticks out in my head. There's some great photography of that match, and the uh, matches on YouTube as well. Yeah, see, I think one of my my earliest ones I remember. It wasn't really like it was a it was something you guys used. It wasn't part of a death match or anything. But I think. I want to say you guys threw KP through like an old school version of like a widescreen TV. Yep. I remember that. That was our uh, TV that uh, died in the living room. I filmed that one. That was like one of my first Dogwish like, yard shows. And then I filmed it and I was like, uh, I was like, they just threw someone through a TV. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I wish I knew where the fuck that tape was. We really didn't keep very good track of our tapes back then. Uh, you should, if you, if you have that footage, you should re-release it. Cause that really was a cool bump. Oh, oh man. I, I wish I could find that video. I know I don't have it anymore though. I, I know for a fact I don't have it, which I wish I did. Uh, yeah, cause all, it's well, the greatest thing Maverick I've seen. And, uh, Maverick and, uh, and black Anthony versus KP and Hollywood, I believe. Wow. Oh, that wow. sounds cool. It was BA and Maverick throwing KP through it. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, one of my other favorite moments, which was more of like a recent one, it was the uh, triple threat match for the San Jose title. It was Zicky Dice versus, uh, I believe it's... Uh, Titus Alexander. Titus Alexander. Thank you. Titus Alexander and Funny Bone. And there was like the staple gun with like the playing cards. And then there was the Lego. The Legos was the best one. The Legos was amazing. That match was so good. That's one of the best matches that... It- have ever come out of Agua. I, I'm so I, I love that match. That was definitely match of the year for 2020 since we only had two shows. Yes, definitely one of my favorites. And I don't remember who did what to to Titus Alexander, but the second he hit the Legos, he yelled like the highest pitch scream I've ever heard from any male ever. <laughs> that was funny. That's so unexpected out of that guy too. Like he's 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 so talented. Like that kid. He's so young too. Like he's like, like barely twenty one, or maybe not even twenty one yet. He's like about to be. You know, he's uh he's so young. So like the sky's the limit for him. You know, good pedigree. His dad's a great uh, pro wrestler. Uh, his sister's a pro wrestler. You know, so it's it's in the bloodline for sure. 
Oh wow, I had no idea. Wow, and he's and he's our San Jose champion right now. He is the San Jose champion. So who are the current uh, belt holders in Uglo right now? Uh, Lock and Cock Connection are our tag champs. That here's another announcement. We have new tag titles uh, coming on the way. Oh, wow. uh, it's gonna be the the OG uh, Demon logo is basically the titles, and I got them in uh, black and white with gold trim, and they're gonna be reversed color schemes, like like negatives of each other, basically. Oh wow! So oh. Where, where it's white on one, it'll be black on the other. You know, that's so, sick. That that's black always and white great. Stripe, uh, straps. So that those are gonna be pretty clean. Um, our San Jose champion is Titus Alexander right now. Um, Total Violence champion. Total Violence and Beast of the East champion, I should say, is Sin. Um, Sin is only in possession of the Beast of the East championship. The Total Violence championship is in Australia with Guido. Um, <laughs> so that's complicated. Uh, then the, uh, another complicated situation is the UGWA title situation, which uh, Super Beast was lined up to defend the title against Will Hobbs in January, but he was defending uh, his other title he had overseas in, in Asia. Uh, so he was unable to defend it at, at the Rumble. So we decided that the Rumble match would be for the interim UGWA championship. So Lisa Lace is the interim UGWA champion right now. Uh, Super Beast is the UGWA champion, and at some point in the future, whatever the first show is we have, there will be a match to determine the undisputed UGWA champion and the holder of the Cobra belt. Wow, definitely. How, oh, wow. how, did, you, how did you come up with the ideas of those belts? Because, uh, you know, when you see, like, any type of title, like, majority of them are, like, an oval shape or, like, a weird type of diamonds shape. Everybody like, how did you come up with like that? that old uh, fucking eagle belt from WWE and shit, you know? Like, that's, like... Every- it just seemed like for, for years, everybody had the same model for their belts. And it's just like, man, why your belt doesn't have to look like that? Like, it's basically like a big ass fucking belt buckle. So like the Mexican in me comes out and then it's like, all right, we're just going to make Doug with, you know, the belts like big ass fucking belt buckles, you know, like, so let's make them our logos, dude. Like make it the, the, the symbols that we want the world to see and recognize us by. Yeah, the, no, because the, the San Jose the, title is my favorite. Yeah, the San Jose title. I was not expecting that. Like when you were like, "Oh, it's gonna have this," and I'm like thinking it's gonna be like the standard shape, and then it's literally the shape of the actual logo. And I was like, oh, "How how does one think of that? That's just so good. I love it." Yeah, we do have a. I do have another belt that's coming along down the road, uh, but I'll I'll uh, save that news for another day because it's not even in production yet. Yeah, okay. but there, there will be. Uh, a tournament for that one and it's going to have a unique uh spin to uh the title uh you know the the, the whole title scheme in, in wrestling it's not going to be like a regular title belt but we'll talk about that when it gets closer all right for sure uh for me personally just because i love death matches um are we going to see another death match uh tournament um well the last one kind of fell apart on us so like i don't know We'll see. I mean, I, I don't know what the, the future holds for, for live events. I mean, yeah, I, I honestly don't expect to have another show until very late 2021, if not uh, uh, 2022 even, you know? Like, I don't yeah. think we're going to have any shows next year, man. I don't think so either, uh, yeah. Unless, unless there's, like, a big uh, you know, down, down tick in the, the cases of, of the virus and everything, which is a bummer that that shit has to even come up, but... uh. 
Yeah, man. Uh, if but as soon as the, the state allows us to have a show, we will have a show, and it won't be a deathmatch tournament. But whatever that first show is is going to be the Ugwa sampler platter. So you will get some gay shit, you will get some flippy shit, and you will definitely get some total fucking violence. That's awesome. Oh, and I can't oh, wait. I can't wait. As I was thinking, because I was watching Warrior Wrestling this past weekend, and they did a show on a football field at a high school. And I was like, dude, that would be so great to go to a show like that where everyone's spaced out, everyone's wearing masks, everyone's doing their thing, and everyone's having a good time, and everyone's being safe. I was like, that'd be sick. I was like, that's a, such a cool setting, too. That's That gave me an idea, but I don't know if they'd be down, so I won't even say it. Yeah, I mean, San, San Jose with certain things is it's a it's a little tough. San Jose is like a big city with a small town mentality. Yeah, you know what? Any time yeah, that we wow. any <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, wow! Because any time that we would play music, like we would try to do house shows, like even when I would go to punk shows and they would get shut down, you would always hear someone say, "San Jose hates music. San Jose hates this and that. Like they hate small." businesses they hate this and that and i'm like jesus Christ. i'm like it's 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 a little I'm like, it's it's true <laughs> i always I always joke that san jose is like uh springfield in the simpsons <laughs> but it's, yeah, like, it's huge but it feels like there's only like 100 people that live here yeah you just run into yeah. the same people all the time in every scenario and it's just, it's just strange I know I ran into that guy with the the same legit the same Ugwa shirt that I have. I wasn't wearing it; it was in my backpack because I was coming back from San Francisco. And the same shirt, the guy is wearing it. And before I could say anything, before I can even recognize his shirt, like just to tell him something, he's already walked away. And I was like, "Shit!" I was like, "He walked away." I was like, "But that's how small San Jose is to where you know you see someone at an Ugwa show, you're most likely going to see them. You know, like if you go to the flea market or if you go to the mall or something or the movies or something." Yeah, our, our people are sprinkled out there, you know. That's great, though. Like I said, we like hey, we love we love Agua, so I can't wait for it to come back. Yeah, me too. I know. I yeah. bet you guys are just sitting there, just waiting I'm for it to come back. For it. I'm feeding <laughs> for it. No, we <laughs> we we, we all are. This IWTV thing popped up so that it gave me something to do because, like, I literally wrote a fucking movie. Like, I was like sitting there, like I, I should write. I want to write wrestling. Wait, I can't write wrestling. Huh? I'll write a movie about wrestling. So I wrote uh, an entire movie about like the come up of it's, it's not really about it's it's like a it's a fictional story with some things that actually happen sprinkled into the story. So I won't say what's real and what's not. Names will be changed to protect the guilty and the innocent, uh, mainly the guilty because I don't want to get sued. Uh, but um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun little uh, come up story. About uh, the the little engine that could, I guess. No, that That's sounds awesome. sick. Can't wait for that. Like definitely, and definitely, you guys, because <clears throat> you guys, uh, you guys have, you guys do have merch on uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, which everyone should go buy. That, yes. But there are a couple things that I wish you guys would put online, and that is, I know you were selling. You guys had hoodies, I believe, at one point, which uh, which I'm bummed out that I did. I'm not bummed buy. out. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I didn't get in time. I'm putting in another order for the hoodies like after I'm finished up with you guys. So just let me know what size and which one you want. It'll probably be the, uh, the black on black with the white outline, uh, Cobra again. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I want. I'm going to do like custom colored hoodies or tank tops or whatever people want. So just let me know what you want and I'll get it ordered. No. Yeah. I'll oh, definitely, definitely uh, message you, you which, um, which one do we want? 
but definitely the number one thing that I, I kind of regret that I did not take advantage of is you had replica belts of the Ugwa title. Oh, bro, I still got a whole box of those sitting here next to me. You want one? Come over, man. Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need to. <laughs> yeah, I got about 10 uh, left. Go pick one up. So, but I'll put one aside for you. Yeah, no, please do. I'd, I'd be... It'd yeah, dude, be I, I went hard on the merch, dude. For, for Megalomania 5, we were going to go hard on the merch. I had, like, two different shirt designs. I had the, the belts to sell. I had stickers. You know, we had... Uh, Fuck, fucking uh, Chris Bay was going to be on the show, uh, yep. wrestling Zicky Dice. It was going to be a good time, man. That was going to be a big one. So I, I'm, I'm sitting on a bunch of merch still. I sold through most of the shirts that I had for that already, but the belts, yeah, there's still about 10 left. If anybody out there wants a Ugwo replica title, uh, hit me up. Yeah, no, definitely everyone should because it's, it's definitely going to be worth the money. <laughs> yeah, go pick up that belt. That's what you got to go do. As I said, I gotta get I gotta get that hoodie too. So I can't yeah, wait for that hoodie. Yeah, I'm putting in the order t- tonight. Awesome. Like I said, I will uh, I will DM you and I will tell you what size and it's I'll, I'll take. It was that black one, the one that you took that picture of. That's the one I want. Yep, that's that's definitely the one we're making more of. I'm gonna. I was thinking of doing some red ones too, some red hoodies with that same logo. Oh, okay, cool. I was gonna say I have the shirt of that the red one. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, see, I got the uh, Golden State Warriors uh, color for the uh, Cobra Commander one. Yeah, that was a that's a, a rare one. I only did one printing of those, so there's only 25 of those out there in the world. Okay, I, yeah, I, that's I my get, that was my workout shirt. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get one of those, and I regret it. <laughs> oh man! Like I said, I have the old um, the old San Jose logo one, and it's a teal shirt. Oh, the the one with like that the OG like San Jose Shark thing coming out of the A's or the yeah A's. yeah yeah the the anarchy sign. Oh, I lost that one. I I'm bummed that I don't know where that is. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> old design. I don't know if that one will ever come back. I do have uh, Stephen Angel, our our resident uh, T-shirt artist. For he did the last two designs for us. He did the uh, the Blood God one with the the snakes at the bottom coming out of it, and he did the shark one. Uh, he's working on a new one. It's going to be like a kind of a, a new take on the Hydra. It's going to be like a, like a seven headed demon coming out of the sea, attacking a bunch of fucking ships and shit. So it'll be a sick, a sick t-shirt design. Yeah. You guys always come up with really good t-shirt designs. Um, are you the main, are you the main one who comes up with the ideas for these? Uh, designs? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I think more like I want it to look like a band t-shirt than a wrestling t-shirt. Cause like whenever I see wrestlers that are like, come buy my new t-shirt and it's just their their name and some janky font they found online and it's like fuck why would anybody want to wear a t-shirt with some dude's fucking name on it that nobody even knows it's stupid it's fucking dumb like put some originality into your t-shirt you know or at, at least if you want to get lazy like we do sometimes find something nostalgic and just adapt it for your for your purposes uh, i mean like we've done that once or twice i think um but I mean, shit like that, you can totally do and people will dig it and buy it. And it, like, I want people to like, look at the shirts and be like, Hey, that's a cool fucking shirt. What is that? You know what I mean? And then you'd be like, Oh, it's for blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's for my band. It's for my fucking wrestling. It's for whatever, you know, like, so it, it's, it's a brand, you know, you got people walking around with the brand on, you know, and you just don't want them to have some generic sticker with your name on it, you know? 
Exactly. I like that though, because, you know, you guys put, or you put so much, you know, time and effort into the, into the designs and to what comes out to it. And like I said, the merch is 10 out of 10. It's perfect. Thanks guys. Yeah. Actually one of my favorites, uh, it's not one I had, it's one that Victor had was the anti-arters one. (laughs) We sold out of those so fast. It was hilarious. I don't know where that shirt is. It okay. What happened was it outgrew me. So I just maybe threw it away or maybe I, I gave it to, I, I probably gave it to somebody. If not, it just, it didn't fit me anymore. So I had to, I was like, fuck, I got to get a new one. Oh man. I miss those were like, those were like, like the like beginning of like the, uh, Ugwa days that we used to watch, like the whole anti-artist thing. That was like the coolest thing for us. That's what I think kept us going was that whole storyline. That's yeah. when I realized that I could work the workers yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh man it was so good because it like it, it takes you out of like reality for a second and you get to yell at these guys coming out and you get to like chant you know shut the fuck up and like fuck you and just a bunch of shit and you get your anger out a little bit and it's all it's all in good fun and the best thing is like i'm pretty fluid with how i tell these stories like i got a, a plan in place usually and I usually get to stick to the plan I have. But if for some reason the crowd seems to be favoring one thing more than another, like I go with the flow, man. Like I, I treat wrestling like I'm in a body of water, like I'm in the ocean. And the waves are going to take me where they're going to take me. And I kind of got to swim with it. You know, there's no point in resisting. I'm just going to drown. So if the crowd kind of like favors somebody other, other than someone else, I'll switch up how we're telling the story. So the crowd stays invested in the story. So they cheer the way that I really want, you know, the way that I intend them to cheer to get the story moving is the way that they actually cheer. We don't get like, you know, those, those people in the crowd that cheer opposite of that, that just kind of like get themselves over, you know, we don't have that in our crowd. It just doesn't exist. Yeah. Like I said, I might have like, I probably was like cheering for the AYA for like one show just to be that guy. And like, no one, like obviously no one gives a shit, but like, like I was so, <laughs> I was so into the AYA. I was like, yeah, I'm buying their shirt. I was all like, I love every single one of these guys. They, you were supposed to cheer for the AYA. That was the whole point. Okay. You know I mean? <laughs> like it was the, to make the core Ugwa kind of look like shit almost, you know? It was like Revenge of the Nerds. Like these fucking elite pro wrestlers came in from, from Mount Olympus to fucking just bash these fucking yarders who like would dare to try to compete with them with this fancy venue, you know? Uh, definitely. Uh, but we're gonna we're actually gonna start wrapping things up when it comes right. to uh, again where just tell everyone where everyone can see Megalomania from last year. Where is everyone gonna see it at? Uh, the the time and date hasn't been uh, set oh, yet, okay. but. We are going to definitely be promoting the shit out of it. We will be on IWTV very, very, very soon. Please tune in. Check that shit out. Let them know what you think, uh, that you want to see more Ugwa. And if enough people uh, tell them that, then you will definitely see more Ugwa on there. All right. Awesome. In the meantime, definitely- check us out on YouTube. Our, our YouTube channel has like 80, 80-something matches, maybe a little bit less, a little bit more, somewhere around there. On there, uh, there's a couple full shows, I think, on there as well. Um, you can check out a bunch of stuff that we've done in the past if you've uh, never experienced an Ugwa show. Yeah, and where, uh, where can people on social media follow you guys at? Uh, we're uh, at Official Ugwa on Twitter. Uh, we're at Hail Ugwa on uh, Instagram. And 
Yeah, the, the, the UGWA Facebook page as well. Like, we're, we're active on all those. Check us out. You know, hit them up. You'll directly talk to me, usually. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, but before before we let you go, I just want to <clears throat> personally for my <clears throat> my side, I just want to thank you because honestly, you are the underground restaurants is the main place where I do our filming and it's where we like promote the the shows. Like you guys are the main thing that we promote, and honestly, like where uh, I think your guys' videos that we film and put out and everything is the reason why we just keep growing as well. We, you know, we're slightly growing with you guys as well. And we're very thankful for, you know, having you guys in our hometown and I can't wait to see you guys get bigger Thanks, than it's you guys already all, are. It's, it's all love. It's all family, man. We're all going to do it together. It's going to be a big year, even if we're fucking stuck inside. I yeah, know. We, no, uh, no. Before we end this, I even, we even got a Ugwa guy um, on the podcast coming up at the end of the month. Oh, yeah, we have, we, uh, we have Bronson. Oh, we can't even say it yet. No, no, we, no, no we got, we got Bronson. Oh, sweet, sweet. All right, that's yeah. another guy. Fucking, I, I told him, you know, what's up. I told him to get himself into shape, and he hit the gym, and he's been getting into shape, man. He's, he's lost a shitload of weight. He's awesome. uh, ready for the comeback. Yeah, I know, dude. He looks fucking good. It's, uh, it's inspiring, man. Like we, I definitely need to get myself like, into he, shape. He's in that match in Meg, on on Megalomania Five, and I'll be honest, it's not my favorite match on the show. Hmm. but uh you know he does all right in there but that's one of the matches where i told him afterwards get into shape and he looks like a completely different human being from that match nice. like whenever we come back he will be like a born born again hard like you will see the bronson of of days past i, I promise that nice yeah no definitely but yeah once once i asked you to like oh can i go on stage to like film and everything that's when i felt like I am a part of this. <clears throat> I, I'm definitely a part of this. And I just, I loved every minute of it. So I'm very thankful for that. Well, so thank I've, you. I've always said that uh, the more cameras, the better, you know, and you guys make the shit look like a million bucks. You're probably losing my, my sound now because this asshole just started his truck outside my house. <laughs> but I guess we're wrapping it up anyway, right? No, yeah, it's all yeah. good. It's all good. But uh, no, yeah, we're going to start letting you go, man. All right. Hail Agua. Yeah, Hail Agua. All right, man. Take, take care, it easy. Man. All right. What another great interview. Honestly, that was so fun. I feel very honored that we were able to um, do that announcement. They're going to be on independentwrestling.tv. Again, you guys, go to independentwrestling.tv and just just get it and then wait to find out when we get to see the Underground Wrestling Alliance on independentwrestling.tv. So you know, I, can't, I can't wait because, like I said, the independent wrestling debuts are huge. Like when I can't remember who did their debut, but like it, it just any time that there is a debut for someone new on independent wrestling TV, people jump on it. Like that's why I love the independent wrestling TV fans because they're like, what, what's this? I want to find out about this. What's new. I want to find out about what's new. So yeah, I no, no, totally agree with you. And you know, and the thing is it says it in the name, you guys, independent wrestling. That's what we are here to promote. That's what we love. That's what we, you know, that's what we want to promote to everyone, and especially like uh, family, like the Underground Wrestling Lines. We talk about it a lot. Ever since we've started doing our podcast back in 2018, we always will sometimes bring up something Underground Wrestling Alliance related because that is our family. We're from San Jose, and they're from San Jose, and it's just you know it's a match made in heaven. And I mean that's I mean this first episode. I mean the first episode we ever started by myself was uh, based off of Agua. So yeah, and one of my first go. and one of my first YouTube videos was a review 
on the Underground Wrestling Alliance when they were still in the backyard. So again, slash everyone at the Underground Wrestling Alliance, we do thank you. Literally, awesome. literally everybody involved from someone who works the door at the sh- yard shows, uh, KG, um, just like the entire roster, the, the camera, cam- the, cam- the camera crew, just thank you so much because what you guys do is amazing. Yes, definitely. So go follow them. You guys also, again, independentwrestling.tv. Go check it out. Go get it. It's worth every penny. But again, you guys, thank you guys for checking us out. We're going to head on out of here. Again, you will see us, or not see us, you'll hear us on Friday, which we got a special interview as well. So I'm super excited for that. Again, you guys, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of the platforms where podcasts are provided to your listening ears. Make sure to go check us out. Subscribe to us. Give us that five-star review. You know damn well we deserve. Also, we're on social media. Make sure to follow us. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's Markout Media 18. Once again, that is Markout Media 18. So, there you go. As always, as I always say, have a good one, you guys. Take care. And also, wow, I almost forgot what I was going to say. Wow, I say, say this every week, and I still don't remember sometimes. Say it. You either, you either mark out or get the fuck out. Take care, you guys. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. <laughs>